All right, what's going on, guys? Garden Report, Jimmy Toscano, Bobby Manning. What else Bobby is there was, to say? Bobby was worried about too many three-pointers. I well, can't believe it. If you want to be worried about one thing, I guess you can really rear back and fish for it. But if you have Hauser, Slick House on your team, if you have Slick House on your team, who cares how many three? Who cares how many three-pointers you take? Yeah. Who cares how many you take? They're going to go in. They're just going to go in. Yeah. For as far as I'm concerned, they're not taking enough. This is incredible what he's doing. Good, good spot to start. Plus 35 in this game, which is just ridiculous. Celtics win 126 101. <laughs> Thank you, Jimmy. Atlanta Hawks. You can go, Bobby. Yeah, like it's when we're sitting here worried preseason. Oh, can he sneak in a few minutes? Can you sprinkle him in? Instead, he's swinging games. In yeah, his again, it wasn't a worry as much as it was like, okay, you know, like you guys are yeah. telling us he's going to play. We're like, well, he right. couldn't play last year. You had him last year, last year, and you didn't play him a freaking second. Oh, this is know? what Sherrard keeps saying: is he's he's a different guy. You look no, at how he's not. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's he's no, getting he's those shots off like they're nothing. I mean, you put him in that Bucks game last year. That's really the only one we saw him get extended run in. And he was he was solid, but that little flick of the wrist to Tatum and then he's right into his release. It's crazy stuff. Plus, he's got some good poise on the defensive end now that clearly developed. I mean, more than anything else, him and Hauser. Just trying to just him trying and to Hauser get my are, yeah. Him and Hauser are great uh, success stories for Maine. I mean, they've developed some guys up in Maine over the Look, years, but to tailor these two role guys to do what they want to do is really impressive. I, again, sure, maybe there's some offseason improvements that he made that were so profound that uh, you know that uh, you know that made all the difference. Maybe though, it's just it's, it's a combination of having matured a little bit himself, but really being just given a regular opportunity and all the difference it makes. And I'm not going to turn this into a Aaron Neesmith, Romeo Langford debate because I'm not comparing these guys at all. But that was always my argument for playing the guys. You'll never know if they can play until you play them. Sam Hauser, you had no idea if he could play until you played him, which is, I guess, why we were a little dubious when it started. Is like, sure, you're saying he's going to be a major contributor, but he couldn't crack the floor. He went from that to the NBA plus minus leader and the lead le- league leader in three point <laughs> shooting percentage. And the, you know, I mean, shout out Maine the likely favorite to win the three-point shooting contest if they dare invite him, if they yeah. dare invite him. Who's this guy? Everyone, everyone would be like, what? No, <laughs> oh, no, no this... they, they have to invite him. I yeah. won't watch if they don't. They put Grant in it. They have to put Grant in it. It should just be him, Grant, and Pritchard, and uh, maybe Derek White. Maybe it would just be the Celtics, the whole <laughs> team. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of the best shooting teams I've, I've, I've seen, and that's saying something, the depth here. I know Brian Windhorst did a pod pod about it this morning and he was saying that too like between the free throw shooting the three-point shooting uh and you know the finishing at the rim like this is this is a team that is unmatched in terms of its depth now there's better shooting teams on a percentage basis because there's better individual shooters on some other teams but one through eight or so on this group everybody's nailing you got guys finishing cleaning up at the rim great games from Cornette brown white in that regard uh, so you're doing it in both spots this this missoula system to go back to what we opened the show with of like missoula ton of threes, you know layups going all in on that they're so like keyed in on that with with good flexibility to adjust where needed tonight it was offensive rebounding pace again and uh good passing 
they can they can they can do it all offensively. It's really really impressive stuff. The craziest thing about this win was that they were up by what was it? I think nine at halftime, and and Tatum and Brown did absolutely nothing. If anything, they were negative out there. And you look at the box score, and grant and credit to them, they they came alive a little bit in the second half. But just looking at the box score, I mean. It's just an attack from all over the damn map. It's just look at all Pritchard over. from off ice cold off the end of the bench last look three at, games. Look at all of it. What Jimmy was saying, Tatum, Tatum's ice cold. Brown picks up his fourth foul a minute and thirty seconds or so into the third quarter in a game that they the Hawks right away right in the third got it down to four points um, right off the bat in that third quarter. And yeah. off the bat in that third quarter, like uh oh, and they they extended they their answered. lead from nine to nineteen in the third quarter without the benefit of Jalen Brown playing at all, and 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 Tatum basically not really getting off the mat offensively. They did no. that. They did that with the reserve. And they, again, I mean, uh, it goes without saying. I'm unplugged here. It goes without right. saying. Stops there and it and it starts here. We know who missed it. The game you missed Brogdon, you missed Smart, and obviously right. you've got Rob out. You're down again. Three Think of your seven. That. Yeah, three down or... three of your seven best players. You go into Atlanta that's been playing well, that beat the Bucks the other night, that looks good, is a quote contender, and you just blow them off the floor without even playing your best game. Uh, it's. I mean, second, te- second team in a week <laughs> that's kind of come in to face the Celtics with contender vibes. Denver last week, the Hawks this week. A, a level above with while missing players. A, a, like a full tier above those teams or two while missing players is unbelievable. Like, you know, um, Zach Lowe said it kind of on the postgame show here. Like, they're a problem. Like... If you're the a rest problem. of the league right if you're the rest of the league right now you're looking over here like these guys are serious this team means business they are well, serious right now they're absolutely you know yeah, you don't know what can knock them off their path either nothing yeah, right guys. now best team in the league right now we can all say it i mean just again going down white 16 16 5 and 10 he was grant, awesome grant right? williams 18 18 hauser 15 including 5 of was it 5 of 6 from 3 Five of six from three. Cornette, dare I even say the name? Luke. Dare I even say the name? Luke himself, Luke Cornette, 15 freaking points for Luke Cornette tonight. Seven to seven from the field. 14 from Pritchard, including an awesome, awesome shot there at half, end of half. That was just uh, right out of Trey Young's book. But he can do that stuff. He can hit shots like that. Um, and then you've got, you had Tatum with 19 and Brown with 22. I mean, just an attack from all cylinders. And when your two best players are having very average night and you still drop 122 points, again, against a contender, and I'm not, no one's going to say the Hawks are uh, you know, the defensive stalwarts of the NBA here, but they're a team that has you know, a playoff run aspirations and the Celtics just went into Atlanta and pretty much did whatever they want against them on offense. I mean, that's really, what it, that's really all I can say about it. I mean, D- Different level. The um, different level. You're seeing the defense come around uh, too. The, this was the first night they actually played a. What's funny is offensively, you know, you got the contributions from the bench, which offset Tatum and Brown not being kind of you know mm-hmm. dominant like normal. Um, but this was the first game where they actually I felt like they played defense from the opening whistle all the way through, um, and they did. They they made it hard. Uh, there was an emphasis on it tonight. Uh, you know, obviously like got a little bit leaky 
you know, late with, you know, Detroit Young getting some layup. But nobody, the game was out of hand at that point. They, they put pressure on them. They made it hard for them. They were swarming to the ball. Um, yeah. It was a good overall defensive effort trying to get the Hawks to take the shots that they wanted them to take. Jimmy Bottle Caps. Um, throwing, <laughs> throwing this super chat up here. Um, thank you very much for those of you who contribute. We really appreciate it. The money, um, any money's coming in dispersed to the hosts um, of this show, which is great. It does not go, yeah, it doesn't go in Nick's pockets. It goes in your pockets, guys. You know what, guys? And, I'll give, and I give it back. The people. I, I, I give it back. I don't keep it. I, you know, I like to give it back. Toys for tots. So. Toys for tots. Um, so um, the question here on the Missoula uh, thing, at first it was hard to tell. I, I it's hard to it's hard to say. It's just amazing to me that we 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 talked about the EMA impact last year being critical to their success, and now the Missoula impact is critical to their success. It's hard to look at the way this team is playing. You talk about buy-in, okay? That's all we can read. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes. How much, you know, it seems like they respect him. You know, certainly you haven't seen any instances where it feels like his authority is in question or people mm-hmm. not doing what they're supposed to be doing. But it took Eme about 40 games to get it, to get people uh, to get to buy into his system. It's taken and Joe Missoula zero. When we're talking zero, including game one of the preseason, where they came out and were playing a completely different style of offense with pace. The deep they, now, again. Wasn't this again. a concern of yours? My concern with this team offensively was you do that thing where you they did it last year too they, they did they've done it in spurts over the last over the bad stretches of the last couple of years they come out and they whip the ball around and they play really well and they have a high assist night and everyone's like there that's what you do do that again and the next night they came out they come out and it's my ball your ball my ball your ball trade my turn my turn right. my turn right. and they would always revert back to it my fear was okay they got into this little passing thing but eventually are they going to get back into hero ball it's not happening so far it's not so, they're, so they're, far it's th- not they're committed um, to it uh, yeah they're they're not it's not my turn your turn the only, i mean i am still a little bit concerned about i didn't realize they were going to be playing the offense this effectively cuz that's that was my my main concern was on the defensive side was that, you know, I didn't think that they could just rely strictly on offense, but right now they kind of are, but I guess that's the NBA all over the place. It's not necessarily a Celtics issue. It's just the NBA right now is way more offensively favored. So I'm not, I'm not as concerned about it as I was to start the season, but yeah, John, to your point, this like not that long ago, this was like the most boring offense you could have watched. It was so stagnant. It was so difficult for them to get, you know, clean shots and clean looks, and it was painful. And it's hasn't been like that for one game, you know, this season. Um, and yeah, I don't know how much of that's Missoula, how much of that's, you know, just carrying over from last year. Um, you know, if every coach is effective, is any coach effective? Maybe it's just the players. I don't know. Yeah. All right, the Garden Report, as always, is brought to you by our exclusive wagering partner, Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs from football and basketball this season. You will always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. 
always your continued source for sports wagering information. Bet online features live betting, free contest, live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf games and events. So head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Uh, it's a terrific deal. Just use that promo code CLNS50 again. BetOnline.ag, you get a 50% welcome bonus with your initial deposit. Use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your rewards. BetOnline, where the game starts. I think in this case, it is the players. Like They deserve the credit here. He'll give them the credit, too. And there's certain philosophies he's set that you've seen them roll with. We talk about playing house more, the three-pointers, uh, the pace, a couple of different things I think that he's uh, implemented, as well as a couple of good starting lineups. White to start the year was good. Grant. That adjustment has helped the defense over the last couple of weeks here. But, you know, you hear a couple of things out of the last game in terms of uh, the players in that Thunder game deciding to move up, move the defense up and put more pressure on them full court and, you know, pick up guys higher in the half court. Johnny and the Rocks. That something that the players. Johnny Rocks. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, I was talking to Grant before Monday's game and, He's saying like a lot of the freedom and flexibility that he's been able to practice, and we saw it again tonight in terms of expanding his game, it's because Joe's willing to and allowing them to do that. And then we talk about the flow of the game, too. There were a couple moments in the third quarter, fouls, you talk about the Brown one, where I thought he kind of challenged it. He doesn't use his challenge in this one, keeps the game flowing. We know he doesn't call timeouts. And it seems to be working for these guys. They like it. You know, it's a debate we had at the beginning of the year, uh, and they, he's just putting them in position to expand yeah. their game. And remember, we had that debate last year with Ime, too. Why isn't he calling any plays? Why isn't he, like, tightening down and running the offense and grabbing? Because he wanted them to be able to develop the ability to yeah. control the game themselves, particularly as playmakers. And you see it in this one. No smart. Tatum sets a nice tone early playmaking. White picks it up late. You have a bunch of different guys that can make plays on this team across the board. And that's why I'm not doing the Ime Joe thing. Like, I think they were both very I'm important. They obviously both worked together last year. I'm Joe was here last year. I'm a player's guy first. Ultimately, it falls on them. But uh, what I'm saying is when you see a distinct change in behavior, um, you know, or a system change, and then wow, see it change. executed, I am uh, giving credit to the coach here. That's what I mean is, like, if they came yeah, out – got to give him credit. Play, give him played some the same, credit. Played the, yeah. played the Eme system exactly, same swarming defense. We're, like, an okay middle-of-the-pack offensive team kind of playing the same style that they were playing but really made their bones on defense and be like, okay, it's a continuation. It's not. It's a total revolution. With And, I mean, again, obviously adding Brogdon helps, um, you know, but realistically, it's basically the same team and Brogdon's been out the last little bit, which is again, what's so crazy to me here. And people are asking why the, this, this question here, why the uh, interim tag hasn't been removed. I don't think you can do that until you resolve the Eme situation. You can't make him the full-time coach while Eme is still technically on suspension. So it's basically semantics. Um, <laughs> until we, is that another legal thing we have to I consider? don't think you can do it. <laughs> I don't think you can do it. It's so the idea of I think they probably want to, and I think Joe knows. I that, did ask you know, Joe that a couple of weeks ago. He was like, "Still interim, still interim." <laughs> um, but it's yeah, a total- I think that's it. Semantics at this point. But I don't think anyone here thinks Emei is going to be back as head coach. I don't even think Missoula had to do well, and I don't think he was going to be that. But coach. here's but- what's so interesting: is like you look at this team, and like you're like they're like wow, they're deep. But like it's the same team. 
as last year with 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 broad with like, Luke. Oh, shut up. <laughs> It's just what I mean well, is it's the same player. Yeah, you were Hauser, banking on your guys to improve. Hauser existed last year. Luke existed last year. Pritchard existed last year. You weren't getting these contributions from them. Okay? Guys came back better across the. I look at how Grant's how they had, they, they had almost no off season. How I don't believe they made this kind of look at Tatum. You, do you don't think Tatum's better? Tatum is better, no question about it. You think all of those guys made leaps and bounds improvements in Tatum's two months? Better. No, they're playing team basketball. That's the difference. They're not. Playing. It's the same core plus yeah, Brogdon, and they, and now they're deep as hell. You know, and last but in the finals, you're like together. they have no depth. That's why they lost. You know. Yeah, and, and but yeah. So that wasn't that wasn't the only reason they lost. They turned the ball the ball over every chance they got. Yeah. They gave up on you know during games. They had I think they had a, a you know obviously they I think the turnovers led to just sort of bad attitude out there, and they just beat themselves. It is largely the same players, but they're playing together as a team. It's again, we just talked yeah, they're about enhancing earlier. each other, right? I mean, Marcus Smart's playing the best team basketball any of us have ever seen him play. Yeah, um, Tatum, Tatum had eight assists tonight on an off night. Like he's he's at the point where even when he's not scoring, like he's affecting the game in other ways. Um, and yeah, they are some of those bench players are playing better. Derek White is a different player right now. A completely, completely different player, right? Completely different player. But but John. That it's not like he's never been this area of good. That's why the Celtics traded for him and gave up a first. And I, you know, it wasn't just out of nowhere. I mean, he is a he's always been a solid player. It's so I think, huge. I just gains. think it took a little time. It's yeah, yeah, huge it gains. Is. That's what Grant's I find. Hitting shots if, like crazy if, still. If you saw a little improvement, that's fine. But Hauser going from unplayable, a guy who, if you put him out there, the other team's just going to pick we'll never on get an defense. answer on that. Yeah, we'll, never we'll never get an get answer get on that. We'll that he was, if he played five minutes, the other team would outscore you 20 to four and the game would be <laughs> over. You know, like that was the thinking. Um, you know, Cornette was jobless for Easy. most of last year. <laughs> and Derek White was not even. He actually had three jobs. Yeah, Derek yeah, he White. Actually, he Derek actually White had a day job. Close to this I kind think of he player. Still might. He shows up. Right. To, he shows up to the game in like tube socks. He might be coming from like an insurance yeah. salesman job. I'm not sure. Like Tommy back in the like day. He, ju- he just played yes. squash. He just played squash after his day job when he shows up to the. Garden, I swear to God, you know? he shows up in dress shoes. I mean, he's tough luck, but I do want a corn dog segment tonight. later, but. It's well, insane. It's insane how good they are. How good all of the. How much better each of these guys got. You went from the bench being a real problem. When Gallinari went out, it was like, uh oh. So really, they only added Brogdon. That means TP. You gotta, TP. No, but everyone is freaking, yeah. and now it's like, well, geez, you got to find Pritchard minutes when Brogdon and, and where's Smart where's that, where's the other big man? Like all the worries from the offseason, they've they've settled oh, in. Yeah, Derek He's, White, like this is what still. I thought Derek White was going to look like last year. He didn't. So the people he defending did one game, the people defending how Derek White played last year. Wh- why he was awful last year? This is not what he looked like tonight. He was right. unbelievable. This is a victory um, for us. Yeah. We can actually we can actually acknowledge. The real Derek White. Everybody else from last season. No, he's good. No, he wasn't. He was bad. Taking L. He's good defensively. Yeah. Offensively, he's, he's looking like Take he's saying more. People are like, apologize. We'll take a, no, we'll take a I w. Want w you that. apologize for defending that yeah. version of him. That guy sucked. You can't, yeah, you can't say it to us, told you so, because you were literally wrong that whole time. Now we can say, okay, yeah, this is I a don't good know. basketball it's, player. 
I keep waiting to wake up from it because, like I said, is the 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 the, the massive improvements from each of these players that now all of a sudden you're you're running lineups out there that are basically you know Grant Williams, Blake Griffin, Cornette, Pritchard, and Hauser go. And they're doing okay. You know, like that's bananas. That one wasn't in there that long. But yeah, I saw that one too. (laughs) I'm like, what? How is this viable? Joe likes to experiment for a few minutes each game. That was 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 a wacky one. I I might have it wrong, but it might have been Blake, Grant, Blake, Blake, Cornette, Cornette, Hauser at one one point. Like that's not a real lineup, <laughs> you know. Like that's him just messing with the league, right there. It's unbelievable, but they're good. They're they're extending leads with these with this unit. This it's crazy. unbelievable. When we, you know, our first full season on the show here, twenty twenty one, and I get just crazy to look back on the difference versus two years ago. Obviously, the roster changed entirely, but the players who are still here every night would be sitting here like why don't they ever cut? Like, why don't they ever run up the floor? Like all these little things. So if we're talking about what's basketball things, like, yeah, guys, guys, their approach has been different. Uh, The system's different. It's so different. Whatever you want to say. The movement without the ball, you know, like, you know, not, not, you know, dribbling the air out of it, you know, just how, how little time it spends. They do the right thing on every possession. The reads are all correct. Mm -hmm. It's so different than last year's offense. Yeah. I mean, this is unbelievable. I sent you guys this quote from Michael Malone on Friday before the game. And if you like read this even last year and you're like, what team is this about? None of us would say the Celtics. He says they share the ball, 30 assists, only seven turnovers, the three point line. They're getting it from so many people. You have two great one on one players who get the shot where whenever they want create separation from three, get to the basket, finish, get to the free throw line, Tatum, 11 free throws. Now you put shooting around them. They run some really unique offense. A lot of small smalls and a lot of cutting. And they do a great job off-ball movement, create confusion. They never ever did that. If that if that like if Tatum even set one screen in 2021, we'd be like, whoa, we've never seen that before. Now he does it every night. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just just running an offense, constantly moving, co- setting screens for each other, moving without the ball relocating you know it's it really is and the spacing is just freaking unreal and again when you have these it's you know when you have some guys who shoot that space you know makes all the difference right now it's i mean they said it it got it just got demoralizing for atlanta it just was three and then another three and then another three and Derek white misses a layup and gets his own rebound find yeah. someone in the corner for How's another Hauser, three how's there in the corner how's <laughs> just standing there that's the like, worst oh, that's oh, the cool worst. you know you make like a defensive play and it just ends up Better for them after. Um, Joe Mazzula is 12 and 3 to start his head coaching career. That is tied with what Celtics coach for second best record? Give you a hint, like 90s, I think. Chris Ford. Is that That's, 90s? No. 80s? That's, it's early, yeah. It might have been early 90s. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, early 90s. But they were really bad in the 90s, so it's probably not 90s. Um, the only Celtics head coach with a better record through his first 15 career games. Bill Russell. Wow. wow. Way back, way back, where it was just six teams and they were playing like plumbers and hey, and, don't insult Bill this this year. And electricians and stuff like that. No, I'm not insulting Bill. I'm just saying that's how that's how impressive this start for Missoula is that he's it's happening against, you know, the most talented players in the history of the game. It is um it is phenomenal. I don't know how else you. I don't know what else to say. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Speaking of, 
Uh, speaking of, we did it. Nick, <laughs> send it to me. Send me the final design. We made them. He's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. Not because you're here. We made them and we're sending them and you guys are getting them. Uh, but you got to subscribe to stuff. Many of you have. I filled out the spreadsheet today for the shirt. I still haven't seen the shirt. I filled out the spreadsheet today for the shirt delivery with the DMs that you guys have sent me. Uh, and uh, unbelievable how many of you have ordered Athletic Greens or Calm. Uh, and many That's of you sweet. are waiting for this shirt very patiently, and it is coming, I promise. But uh, first, I want to tell you about our sponsor, athleticgreens.com slash garden. Um, that's where you need to go. If you haven't tried um, AG1, you should. We all use it here on the Garden Report. Uh, it's one of the super hot supplements out there that people are taking, green supplements um, that uh, you know help get your body right. What do we got? 75, uh, 75 vitamins, minerals. You know that. You know a cup it's of water. I know it's 75. Toss it in the cup. Vitamins, minerals. You know, good for your gut, good for your brain, good for your body. Energy. Energy. Mental clarity, energy. Mental clarity. Yep. Uh, you're good for your immune your system. You All know, of that stuff. Pep in your step. Basically, three bucks a day. Everyone, like, it's expensive. You know, look, you know, I, I mean, oh all, all you of know these. It's three bucks. You know, it's three bucks now for a small iced at Dunkin's. All of this, Ugh. everything costs money, okay? Three bucks a day just to not have to worry about all of the things that you're, you know, probably, you know, needing to take, put into your body, you know, taking a million different vitamins and, you know, buying bottles of this and blah, 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 yeah. that. It's all it's stuff. all in one. It's three bucks. It's really great. Um, Seven thousand five star reviews recommended by pro athletes, celebrities, um, you know, uh, healthcare professionals. So again, um, pro podcast. your health, arm your immune system. Convenient daily nutrition, one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. Look out for your health. Um, make it easy. That's the offer we're giving you. If you go to athleticgreens.com/garden, one year supply. Immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash garden and get a phenomenal t-shirt. This isn't the final design. Oh, God. This isn't the final one, but it's close. Um, Is it actually close? Have you seen it, John? It's done. Tweaked. I like how those ones look. Yeah, we all liked how those ones looked, but it would have been too simple to just do what we all like. So I hope to God that you guys designed a good one. Just let it go. We'll see. Just, just like I better be getting one in the mail too. Nope. You might nope. not. Paying. Somebody asked. Somebody asked. Can we just buy a shirt? And you can just buy a shirt. We will put it on the CLNS Media website. Hundred dollars. We'll, we'll have a little bit yeah. of merch. Yeah. Yeah. Can you? Oh, can you? Um, can you super chat a shirt? <laughs> I don't know how to do that. We will, but you, you can, you can just buy shirts. Hey guys, if the shirts, if the shirts get a good response, we'll make more. We must switch them up. You know, right? We got you some good know. ideas. We have, we have a few different designs tank. that we haven't made yet, but we'll put them on the store. And if we do get some hits on those, we will, uh, we will design those as well and send them out to you. So I want a Brockton some... Wi-Fi shirt. I don't know. There will be coming. a Brockton Wi-Fi shirt. There's, there, there was an issue with the Wi-Fi as we were trying to design it. There's a Jimmy host. There's a Jimmy Homeschool lunchbox that we're making. Um, <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. So you let's Pritchard. go. We'll get yeah. a few. We'll get a few. So that's that. You get you ones. get that shirt whether you purchase uh, Athletic Greens or Calm. We'll tell you a little bit about uh, Calm a little bit later in the show. Uh, let's kind of continue on here. Um, you know, uh, with with uh, with tonight's stuff. Um, Want to talk, Luke? Let's I, do you, it. You can't not, not talk, Luke. The question is: this Is, is the it time to do it? Is it 
Is it Matt Apology Cam shirt? Yeah, Jimmy Hardhat. That's there actually a great idea. Apology Cam shirt oh, apology is cam a must. Shirt's a good one. I think I'd rather do the hard hat than the lunch pail. That's more Dudley. More positive. Dudley, I might send you a shirt just because you're Dudley. <coughs> Dudley gets a shirt. OGs might just get shirts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are also going to be doing something very soon that's going to be interactive, which I can't wait to announce, but I'm not going to do it now. This is called a tease, my friends. I don't even know what this is. I know. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you guys, We're gonna too. We're going to be surprised, too. It's not what we normally do, and it's going to be cool, um, and it's going to be an opportunity for us to communicate with some of you guys, so I'm actually looking forward to it. Um, it's not the stuff we've normally done, but anyway. Um, also, someday, a live show in person. This is a live show. In person. In person, yeah. Doesn't live mean all oh. the, I I was with you, Jimmy. Doesn't live Gerard, mean Rod, like, I thought you weren't in the. I person. thought you weren't in there today. In front of a live audience. In front of a live audience. Hello, can you guys hear me? Okay. Oh, coming in a little hot. Turn, turn yourself down a tad if you can. Can you hear me? Okay. Looking now. good, Sherrod. Sherrod, you look awesome. Terrific. How's it going? Like like the blue. Looking sharp, kid. Sherrod in Atlanta. Yes, yes. What a game this was tonight. Um, I don't. <laughs> have you guys jumped on a Luke? Luke, guys, uh, is, is amazing. We we're awesome. just about to start. <laughs> we were about to hit Luke, but I wanted to ask you a question because you're there. How demoralizing was this for Atlanta uh, and their fans? And just generally speaking, just the reaction to how you know you come in and you think you not come in. You're you're hosting. And you're at home, bringing in the Celtics. You know they have the best record in basketball. You fat. You, you just took down the Bucks. You probably fancy yourself as some form of contender, <laughs> and you absolutely get tuned up in a way that shows you're not on this team's level. <clears throat> while they're missing three of their players, you know this is a spirit-breaking, manhood-robbing sort of uh, loss for the Hawks. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if, wow. if we saw them lose like three of the next four, or four of the next six, six of the next ten. There this, goes the season. Kind of I wouldn't be surprised. Kind of yeah, some of them it's, just quit. I mean, you look at the way Patriots, Patriots used to do that to teams. You know, um, you go down the yeah, line. Pretty the much case. anyone, anyone that stepped on the floor for the Celtics, they had their way. They got exactly what they want. Uh, and and if Atlanta, they just had no answer at all, all game long. Uh, and, and it is it's a major demoralizing loss. And if you're the Celtics, it's like, damn, um, we knew we were good, but damn, are we really this this good? Uh, and you're gonna give, and you're gonna be getting Rob back very soon. Uh, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Rob is gonna be back very soon. Uh, oh wow, what's that supposed to mean? Well, we, him and I had a had a talk this morning, and I, I just put something on. What? On, Rob is gonna be back very soon. Tell me more. Breaking news. Breaking news. Kim, make a graphic that says Sherrod says Rob is going to be back very soon. So I can <laughs> quote, put it on quote the unquote, screen. Very soon. Keep keep this in mind that the, the timetable that we had for Rob was eight to twelve weeks. Eight weeks to the day will be Friday. And Rob, with him and I with him and I had a conversation today. He could not stop smiling during our conversation. And I asked him, Are you gonna play tonight? And he's like, No, 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 not tonight. Not tonight. And I said, Are you gonna play? When are, when are you going to play? And he just could not stop smiling. And the thing he kept going back to is, like, we are checking off all the boxes that we wanted to before I come back, and we've checked off quite a few boxes. Okay. Uh, and so I every, – every, okay. and plus today things were – he said things were much more game simulated for him as far as his, his workout session today. So he's very close. <laughs> 
He's very close. Uh, and, and again, if he were to come back on Friday, that would be eight weeks to the day from when they said that he's going to be out. And it was an eight to 12 week window. So any day now we can see Rob Williams back on the floor. And, uh, and if you're the Celtics, that's a good thing because your defense is finally starting to kind of show signs of figuring out how to play with each other. And now you're going to get the one guy that can take your defense to another level. So this was a, this was a good run for the Celtics. And the fact that you've been able to have the best record in the East without your best interior low post cover every mistake you make defensive guy, they're going to be kind of scared. They're I can't believe, kind of I, I like, I can't believe I like you're it. doing this to me. Keep talking, sure. I keep talking. Well, say, wow. something, <laughs> say something else like like that was that felt that good for us to hear. <laughs> I want more. I, I want you just to talk. John, just, John thought his leg was coming off. Now he's back. <laughs> he, he's he's very, I mean, again, Rob is, is is usually a pretty you know even killed guy about most stuff, but he could not stop smiling. Yeah. Could not, and that's yeah. just not, that's not him. Um, like, what kind of smile are we talking about? Exci- excited about the fact that he knew he, he was close. He knows I know he's close. something you it, don't know. That was, yeah. the, and, I, and, like I, and that. I said that, I, John, I said those exact words to him. Like, you know something that you don't want to say, right? And he said, and he just, he just started smiling. Maybe. So, yeah. so he's, no yeah. I mean, if you're the same, I think I'm crying. And to that point about the timetable. Yeah. John, John, take a minute. Why don't you just take a minute? I might be yeah. crying. Let's pause. Oh 30 God. seconds. For, uh, it's all right. Go ahead. For CLNS identification. We're all yeah. right. We'll get to it in a little well, bit. We'll get, you're going to be okay, happy John? You're going to be okay? They're happy I'm going to be all right. They're happy tears. To, to that point on the timetable. Who was it that said that the other day? Oh, I was reading an article about Brendan Fraser. He had a moment that went viral where he got a standing ovation at a film oh, festival. Oh, yeah. That was and recent. he started crying. And uh, and he says, and his quote was, he's like, I think I was just so, smiling so much that my eyes started leaking. That was his explanation <laughs> for the crying. That's kind of what just happened to me over the Rob stuff. I was yeah. smiling so much, my eyes started oh, leaking. I, John can't <laughs> wait to see Rob throwing him at this group. No. And neither can anyone. I mean, it's going to be so interesting. You know, the weird thing is that the only downside, if you can even call it that, is that Luke finally started to figure out how to be a contributor. I consistently. Know. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like literally like he looks like a rotational big man for these guys now, which was something I could not have said two, three weeks ago because he, he just wasn't. He was just a guy well, that this had is, to go ahead. This is why it worked him, him being that backup option. He had been in the system, been here a couple of years. They developed him to do what they want. And he didn't need 30 minutes a game playing every night like some of these veterans or some of these guys who used to be all-stars on the free agent market so then when rob comes back what's luke gonna do take a seat and be fine with it you know like it 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 was the perfect choice for a backup this year and it's gone pretty well so far if rob needs a night off management he can step right back in there and do some of those things um it 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 was the right choice and i know Windhorse was talking today about jakob pertle you're going to give up one, two first-round picks for a guy who needs a new contract next year and is this high-priced center. You have a guy in Luke. You Remember when you said this about Moses Brown, John? And Moses who was had talking one about Pirtle? Uh, As Brian a trade target? Yeah. He said, I mean, he, uh, he said the Celtics um, are, are a suitor there, essentially. Well, they should be because he's outstanding. You know, it's not, you're not going to not trade for him because you've got Cornette. Um, with all due respect, that's that would that's a. <laughs> but how much is Pirtle gonna play when Rob's back? 
A lot. And also, you're not just looking at that. You're looking at an Al Horford. Rob's not going to come. You're looking yeah, at Al Horford's succession plan and Rob insurance. So right. you're not going to not do it right. just because this year you feel okay. That's but, a great great move into your future, especially if you're able to re-sign a player like that. So, of it, course, you would want to look at that. But what this does is gives you insurance to give guys load management. You can rest Rob on back-to-backs or, or Al or something, and you know you can go in there and you're not going to have to play a lineup that's not going to give have you be right. competitive. Because you've seen it now with Cornette and Pritchard being able to get slide into roles and 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 do their thing. So yeah, go ahead, Jimmy. Well, no, I mean you kind of nailed it. I believe, I believe Sherrod that that Rob's probably very you know a lot closer than we all know to coming back. That doesn't mean he's going to play thirty minutes a game right yeah. off the bat. So you know they're going to ease him back into this thing, and it's probably going to be what he's going to start with 12, 15 minutes a game. He's not going to play back to backs probably for a long time. And yeah, shout out Cornette for everything that he's done. Um, but at the end of the day, look how good. I mean, don't mess around. Like you're this. You're you're obviously right now considered the best team in the NBA. But things can change quickly. A guy goes down, or or, or you know you, you're not as hot as you were to start the season. If a guy like um, that, you just who'd you say it was? Um, Jakob Jakob Hurdle. Hurdle, yeah. yeah, is available. That's something that if for the right price, you'd absolutely consider because it's going to make you surefire number one contender this year. And like John said, you need Alan, Al Horford That's the question, though, is the price. Right. That's the, yeah. It I mean, is to, to me, an extent. Wick doesn't care about money anymore. It's the, it's the question to the, to an extent, but you're built you're built to win for the next Pags few is, years here. Pags is about to buy a soccer He's team. These guys freaking, they got the money. No, I'm not talking about money. You can match the contracts. I'm talking picks. You're going to give up. Two picks potentially for him. Yeah, you don't draft anymore. That's true. They have, no, they I don't. Have, they have, no, they I don't worry pick. about picks. Hey, if you can, if you can do it for Brogdon, you can do it for White. You're always trading. Hurdles. You're always trading picks for known commodities. The only bad business they've done recently is burning picks to get out from contracts. That sucks. Those yeah. are the ones that hurt you. You where lost you just, Desmond Bain. Where you lose Bain, but you lost Bain by picking Pritchard. All due respect yeah. to Pritchard too. That was a choice they make. You're gonna miss those every once in a while, but. <laughs> Burning those picks when they have to just sell them off to get out from bad decisions, those suck. Well, Trading picks for established players that you can lock in and be part of your core, you'll always do that. You'll, you'll do roll it, the but dice. You, you'll, you'll do it, the but dice. sometimes you run out of money at some point that way because you don't have the young guys at the cheap contracts. Like Grant you need Williams, to be cheap too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, but you also but it puts that, it puts a greater emphasis on your scouting department to find those low budget high houses. Guys like Sam Hauser. I mean, he's a great example of how you have found you have filled a need that you've had for a long time, and you didn't have to spend a ton of money. You didn't have to go out and get you know a Buddy Hield or some of the other guys who have the reputation and a track record of being great shooters. I mean, shit, Sam Hauser. I didn't think he played a great game tonight, but you look at his final line. He's got 15 points. He made five out of six threes. Uh, plus 35. Plus 35. The best plus minus on the team, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Best so, plus minus in the yeah, league. He was all right. He was all right. Yeah. He's, and you know what's crazy about him is, you know, we were saying for years, why can't the Celtics find those guys like the Heat and some of these other teams? They just get these undrafted guys, and all of a sudden it's Max Struess and Gabe Vince. But he actually had Hauser. I didn't realize that until about a month ago that that was the team he was with. Out of uh, out of the draft, they didn't end up signing him to a two way deal. The Celtics did, and the rest is history here. So this is actually, I think, the Heat probably kicking themselves now, saying, "Man, we had Hauser in the house and couldn't hold on to him." They had expensive Hauser already, so they didn't need him, right? 
Yeah, Robinson, right? Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. there, there would have been no point in him keeping him. Yeah, and now Sherrod's article right here, um, sherrod.substack.com. You can go get the Sherrod um, article right there. Subscribe to that um, uh, situation there. Uh, and find out all of the quotes, read all of the quotes from Rob and his uh, and Sherrod's interview with him today. But Smile again, insider. Dropping a little bit of knowledge. Well, here it makes, it makes sense. Yeah. Because a couple of weeks ago, you know, he appears in New York. We were talking about the fact that he was traveling with the team. And at that point, he was dunking, he was running the floor, you know, doing pick and rolls. All Popping up off the bench. Was, He's not wearing a big ass brace on his leg. He looks like just a normal person. And in that was what, clothes. two weeks ago almost? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they. They said basketball activities in eight to twelve weeks. If he's doing all that stuff, he's already back to basketball activities. Right, and you know another person on this trip that we have you guys haven't talked about. I'm pretty sure is, is Danilo Gallinari. Uh, nowhere near, nowhere close to where Rob is, obviously. But the fact that he's with the team is a sign that he's he's definitely progressing. Um, but the big to me the, the the story that Rob is as excited about his potential. And I talked to Marcus Smart uh, about that as well, what Rob means. And, and, you know, he, he, you know, touched on how Rob's getting closer and it's going to just make them that even make them an even more formidable foe because they figured out how to get buckets with the best of them. And now you get your best backline defender back and your defense is already starting to figure out how to play chemistry wise together. They got the potential to put together a scary run when he gets back. Scary. It'll be interesting how they reintegrate him. Does he come off the bench? Do they go back to double big? Obviously, one guard probably gets left out in terms of minutes uh, when everyone's available. That's something that I think's been lurking decision-wise when he does come back is how they're going to manage the rotation. They can play a lot of different ways on different nights. That's probably how Joe will answer that. I think you bring Um, him off the bench. I think you bring him off the bench at first because when you start thinking about that second unit where you could potentially have Malcolm Brogdon, Robert Williams – Derek White. Well, Derek will probably be staying at starting lineup. Him or Grant Williams will be coming off the bench. The way Peyton Pritchard is playing. Now, all of a sudden, you look like a team that can go a legitimate 10 strong at least every night. Uh, and and those that, guys, the way, yeah, the way they're attacking ahead. the defense there, that bodes really well for, like, Rob Lobs exactly. and stuff like that. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and so place a cornet, yeah. And think about it. He's going to be playing against chumps, you know, second unit friggin', you know, that's not going to be fair. Yeah, remember Giants. 2021 when he used to rack it up against those second units in terms of his plus minus? If we throw that he out should. There. Yeah. So that'll make sense. You know, you always wonder, are they ever going to go back to that starting lineup from last year? And it's probably a still a good option to have in moments. Like if you really need a hard enough defensively in a shootout or something, you can maybe sprinkle in that double big unit again. Because again, it was the best lineup in the NBA last year. But man, the spacing on a team that's, obsessing over spacing right now the spacing in that unit was not great when you think about Horford and Brown and those guys being two of the weaker three-point shooters on the team smart as well yeah yeah and there, there were so many possessions in this game where the spacing was just ridiculous where you have Tatum at the top you'd have Hauser on one wing you have Pritchard on another you'd have Al in a corner I mean what are you going to do defensively against that because literally wherever the ball winds up, it's going to wind up in the hands of someone who can, can, can knock down a three. And then you had there were a couple of times where they got where able to get Grant cutting to the basket because there was so much attention paid to all the guys on the perimeter. They've got a lot of options when they're out there offensively. It's, it's clear that teams are, are struggling to figure out what's the best way to attack them defensively. 
Uh, and I'm not sure it's going to get any easier because, you know, when teams have a chance to see what you do, usually the second or third time around, they kind of figure out some ways to force you to counter. But how do you counter a team that's got four or five guys out there who can shoot high 30s, low 40s from three-point range? How do you counter that? You can, and it's different every night. Like, right. I, they've they've had different emphases in different games. Tonight it was offensive rebounding. Right. Other nights it's been the pace. Or, you know, other guys getting off the ball. Tonight Tatum gets back on the ball. They can do it so many ways. They have so many different lineups. And when you're moving the ball, you see, like, in terms of that spacing, it's tough for defenses to move off a pass, especially a transition pass. I mean, there was a play in this game where White got ahead of all five Hawks on transition off a stop and got fouled on the other side. So if the ball is in the air, no one, no defense can keep up with that. And that's why their shift from – you know, pounding the ball into the floor and walking it up to flinging it up with outlet passes and in the half court moving the ball so much, there is no answer for that, especially if you're shooting at the level that they are. And that's going to come down to earth. But if you're creating the quality of shots that they are, it's still going to stay at a pretty high level with the personnel that they have because they have great shooters. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't a fluke. Right. And I, I think that's part of why, They've got to be the favorite to come out of the East at this point. When you look at just what they've been able to do, the guys that they've been able to win with who aren't playing and knowing those guys are going to be coming back and the guys that have stepped in like Pritchard, like Cornette, uh, have just made their impact and made their presence felt. They're looking like a team that's that's going to be pretty damn scary once we get to like March and April and May. And, and for the Celtics, they're hoping it will well into June as well. Bubble wrap. Feels like there's three teams. Thanks, Vlad. Bubble wrap. I'm with you, John. <laughs> Seriously, that's the only thing that scares me. It's like, it's like, are they peaking too soon? Yeah, like I, we get it. It's November. A lot can happen between now and then. It's just like for them to have their shit together this much, this early, and the level of focus in games that they know are relatively meaningless, considering also they just came off a trip to the finals and they understand that there's bigger things that you play for than you know beating a team in mid-November. And to be able to just go out there and just assassinate teams um, the way they are now. And, like, yeah. their focus keeps building. They keep getting sharper already, you know? Yeah. You know, they, whatever kind of cobwebs they had with uneven performances in the first couple of weeks, those are pretty much gone now. It just kind of keeps getting better. And even when they have off nights, they correct in other ways, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it, that's it, what I'm it, saying. They're really like, amazing. They come at you in so many different ways right now. It really is difficult. If the, if the three isn't falling as well, they, they, they put their head down, they attack the rim tonight. They played defense and, uh, and, and really made it difficult on the Hawks to get there. And then the three was falling again. Tatum's ice cold. Brown's not even around for the third. They get the stuff from the bench. They're just, it really is relentless right now. It just feels like it's coming from all angles. Last year you had a defense that felt like there were six guys on the floor at all times, so they were difficult to play against. Now it's like, you. how many times has a team gotten within four or six? They look up and they're down 13 again. It's like playing the Warriors right now. Right. It's really it's really unbelievable. Yeah, the Hawks found themselves in that boat at least four times where the, it looked like the momentum was shifting in a direction. And then Sam Hauser hits a three and then Grant Williams hits a three and then Tatum finishes at the rim and one. And next thing you know, it's a 14 point deficit that they're looking at in about in like 90 seconds. Um, That's, that's, you look at tonight, they had two guys that played more than 30 minutes, Tatum and Derek White, everyone else was under 30. And so, and this, and it's not like the Hawks suck. I mean, the Hawks are a good team. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a battle. 
Yeah, I mean, the, the line for this game, I think it was just, you know, the Celtics, I think, had like were favored by one point. Uh, and, and which, again, speaks to how good the Hawks were coming into this game. But it just dismantled them in every way imaginable in this one. Yeah, yeah. It, I can't wait for that Bucks meeting. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. What's up, Jimmy? No, just that, that comment that you just posted. I was going to say something very similar to that is that they're, they are playing like – I mean, John, you mentioned how, you know, you're kind of surprised you're playing this way because, you know, they know that the playoffs are kind of the time that matters. But they played like this for the for the majority of the second half of last season. Yep. And then the playoffs came and it, and it was kind of hit or miss in certain games. I mean, they made every series, aside from the Nets series, they made every series very, very difficult and more difficult than they needed to be in some cases. So <clears throat> I, I just, I'm happy to see them yep. showing the effort. I, and let's, let's also be clear. They're gonna they're they're gonna run into some they're running into something they have to at some yeah, point and I want regress. them to yeah I don't want them to regress to the point where they suck but I want them to run into a little bit of something Adverse, so that adversity of thing, you know, yeah. that was the word I couldn't think of because I'm dumb but well, the, they've had a few injuries early injuries yeah right. and last game's a good example not injuries I mean just like Play adversity like shit. in terms of like yeah out like of rhythm execution yeah. not making shots figure out how to get back out of that funk, you know, get yelled at by Missoula yeah. and come back from it. Well, and- I mean, last game's a good example. They basically, uh, you know, played like ass for almost three full quarters and then right. tur- and then kind of did the taking care of business switch, you know, and flipped I fully it. expected them to lose that game. Yeah. I absolutely thought yeah. they were going to lose that game. So – they they do it, but they've they've self corrected in most cases, you know. And yeah, you, you are going to have games where like, but that's what's amazing is even games where the stuff that normally works for you isn't working, they're just finding other stuff that's working for them. And, and that's what that's what's different about this team, you know. Like, you know, going back to the finals, for example, and Draymond made that point about well, you know, they're getting those threes from like Derek White and Smart, and like that's probably not going to keep happening. And everyone, everyone, you know got really triggered by that in Boston. But the reality is he's right. Like, you don't expect that. So the next game, when those guys aren't hitting those shots, you're scrambling trying to break 95 points uh, and your offense is a friggin' mess. That's not the that's not the problem this year. That's it, They could score in a million different ways. It's totally right. different. And again, I'll say it, I've been saying it throughout, the defense is there when they want it. And obviously when Rob returns too, that's going to be a game changer. But I think tonight was yeah, a good no example. Yeah, no smart of, tonight either. So yeah, right. and you're without a couple key defenders, and they still played great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, 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 yeah, they just yeah. got over the hundred point mark without your best perimeter defender, without your best interior defender, and without your best six man, and you win by twenty five on yep. the road. Mm-hmm. That's not well, credit that credit to Tatum. Normal. Credit to Tatum, who's been great on that end. Uh, three blocks, three steals on Monday. In this game, he had another steal to start it off. And, you know, he's making his all-defense case. Uh, you got Horford off to a pretty good start on that end. I'm still waiting for a little bit more from them as a team, though. Like, putting Grant in the starting lineup, good move, I think. You know, he's been able to guard some guys like Young and Ja and Shea and the guards. You know, you a lot of credit to him for being able to do that. White gives him a good defender on the bench, but you know you need a little bit more from Brown on that end. You still want to see Hauser improve just a little bit because the numbers aren't great with him individually when they do find him. Nor will I find they this be. well, this is the thing, John. Like we're sitting here doing backflips, but at the end of the day, they got to win a championship. I know you got to be might... a top top level defense to do that. They're still no. like twentieth. 
that's where we disagree. <laughs> you, of course, you do on, on the whole, but you live with some imperfections. If everybody on your team was a dynamite three and D style player, they'd all be making thirty-five million dollars, and they wouldn't be on your team. Yeah, like, I'm not saying don't play them, but they just got to play better. Well, no, they just have to do what they're supposed to do and then recognize they can't do everything. If they could do everything, they'd be in a starting lineup on some other team making $35 million a year. There's guys who are defensive specialists. There's guys who are shooting specialists. There's guys who do different things. As long as they do their job and remain competitive on the other end of the floor and hold their own and do their best, don't get lost on things, don't blow the whole team concept. <laughs> that's as much as you're going to ask for. They they can't be ridiculous liabilities, and Hauser right now is not a liability. I don't know how much better he's going to get uh, defensively, and I think it's okay. Yeah. The thing the thing about Hauser is that when we watch him play, and the game is over, and we're evaluating what worked and what didn't work, rarely are we talking about his defensive deficiencies because he's not going to lock anyone up defensively. That's not who he is. But he's not exactly getting torched. Night in and night out either. And to me, that's what I worried about is him, you know, having a night where he'll maybe go two for six and the guy he's guarding goes like 20 for 20. I worry about that, but I don't know because Hauser has shown his the ability to at least keep a guy in front of him. That's, that's what I'm it's, saying. It's, it's literally that simple. Can you keep a guy in front of you? Because you've got – and think about it. When you get Rob back and he's on the floor – He's got even more now you got protection. Yeah. Now you got protection. So I, I'm I, I Bobby, I, I hear what you're saying because I, I that for me is a big worry, but I've seen enough of a sample size to think that yeah. maybe it's not quite as problematic as I think a lot of us were concerned about. Yeah. Yeah, that's he can exactly survive. It. It. That's exactly it's it. just a matter of them reaching a higher level as a team though, because <laughs> I'd have to go back in the history books, but a team nineteenth in defense probably isn't winning at all. So they got to get better, and they are. I think be they've been a, better in recent weeks, but that's going to be an overrated stat, particularly if you just don't need to be, or you've got you're beating up teams and you're scoring a ton of points, and you're just allowing more because the game. That's just the flow of the game and the way that it's going. You don't think this team could play a really tight game and keep a team under a hundred if it really decided that's what it needed they've to done do? It, to yeah, win? they've done it what, twice now. Yeah, so <laughs> you'd like to yeah, see it a little more often. I don't think they're. I don't think any team's locked in defense. I don't want number one team in defense for 82 games of the regular season because we saw the Celtics. It's not sustainable. It's not exactly. It's not sustainable. And you're wondering, are these guys going to just overwork themselves, tire themselves out by the time the playoffs come around? So, yeah, Bobby, I think it's somewhere in the middle. Do you want them to be in the bottom third of the league in defense? No. But do they need to be top five? Also, no. Yeah, they got to be in the top ten. I think that's the that's the area we're looking for. <laughs> All right. Well, well, but that's but that's. I mean, Bobby. Yeah, if they're nineteenth, they're not winning at all. And I'm not saying that's not going to happen. I'm not saying it's not. If possible. the playoffs started the today, who'd better. be the favorite to win it all? The Celtics, but they're nineteenth. You know you want to say Celtics. Rating. It's obvious the Celtics. So why are we talking about it? Well, I mean, if you're Milwaukee right now, who we still haven't, who you know, we still haven't seen on the Celtics schedule. And they're miles and miles ahead of everybody defensively. You think they're up there in Milwaukee saying, man, we're just too good. Let's take our foot off the gas a little bit. We're really, we're really going matter. too hard defensively good. to start the year. All right, Milwaukee, I dare you to score 127 because that's what we're putting up tonight. Go. <laughs> I think yeah, they're capable. It goes back to what me and John it's just always say. Good offense beats good defense. It doesn't right now, matter. Yeah. Good yeah. offense so beats good defense. But they're it, above. It, they're above Milwaukee in differential. <laughs> Cleveland's actually at the top in differential they right are. now. So you're right. 
If look, if, if bottom line, if they can get to be to me, let's see what happens defensively. If they're average defensively, which is in that twelve to fifteen range, and they're still scoring the way they are. I'm good with them being 15th in the league in defense if they're scoring at this ridiculous clip because that means they're beating the snot out of teams while still being solid but not spectacular defensively. Um, but I also you know, want to see the difference right now between 12 and 19. Like, is it really that different? I got to look at no, the rankings. No, it's not. It's like a point. It's like a point per All right, then. So what are we talking about here? Like, look, come on. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, again, I'm not I'm not saying nothing just, can change. Yeah, it's like, it's a field goal attempt, essentially. <laughs> not to mention, these guys play faster, Bobby. Like, there's more. More possessions. Yeah, points, yeah there's more points to be had, man. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And they're limiting turnovers, too, which is really key in that regard. Because you're going to give up more if you're turning the ball over. So, yeah. they, I'm so. not saying they don't have the potential. So. I'm just saying what's going to have to happen for them to win it all. They will have, to, have to happen. I agree. I agree with you, Bobby. They have to get better. And they will get better. Um, but I think so, too. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be losing too much sleep between now and their ascension to, like, 12 or 14 or whatever. Because uh, they're going <laughs> to be – they're going to be that good offensively. I mean, it, it's it's the difference is like five. Hey, you know how much I love defense. Like I do miss like that number wins. one. Like when they, when they were sitting at one last year and just un, you know teams weren't scoring for ten. I like number one offense. I love much that. Better. The difference like from them being ranked like thirteenth and nineteenth right now is like Blake Griffin being in the game. Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? That's not true. All right, what we need to do. Everyone's got to calm down gotta, a little bit, okay? okay? Everyone's got to calm down a little. The Celtics, when they want it, that defense is there. I'm not worried about it. They have both the individual talent, and we've seen They'll them flip do it the switch. Team. Remember that phrase? <laughs> but they can. That's the difference. Is now this is a team that's playing more like a, more like a veteran team with purpose and presence. The energy is shifting. Can. The yeah. energy is um, shifting before our eyes. Yes. So you We're need to. We need to calm down. You guys need to stay calm. We need so our energy please. To shift. Yes, guys, check it out. Um, you know, Calm is another uh, one of our sponsors here at the Garden Report. We use. We got another new one coming in next week. I'll give you a sneak peek of that one as well. Does this um, one qualify? Does Calm qualify for the shirt? Yes. Any okay. any sponsor go. purchase, including the one we're starting next week, <laughs> qualifies for the shirt. So okay, because somebody in the comments was like, "I want the shirt, but I don't want to buy the green stuff." Okay, well, you don't have to buy the green stuff. How about com- you just? How about you? Stuff. Yeah, how about you buy the calm stuff? Everybody and by get calm, calm stuff. We mean calm.com. The, the shirt Friday. will be available. The shirt will be available on the store as well. So I'll give you details for that later. As far as calm goes, it's the number one uh, uh, mental wellness app. Everyone here on the Garden Report uh, uses it religiously. Helps you reduce stress and anxiety through guided meditations, improve focus with curated music tracks, rest and recharge with Calm's imaginative sleep stories for children and adults, uh, movement sessions constantly updated, particularly or especially if you do get that premium subscription, which you can get if you go to calm.com and get 40% off a yearly premium subscription. It actually is a phenomenal deal and it's going to get you a phenomenal t-shirt as well. 100 million people around the world use Calm to take care of their minds, uh, stress less, sleep more, live a happy, healthier Happier, healthier life. Calm.com slash garden, 40% off premium subscription and phenomenal t-shirt. I used Calm before it was a partner here. Yeah. Just saying. I think a lot of people have in our chat. I'll just be honest. Get some crickets? I just turned – you hear that? I just turned the app on. New new sleep story. This one's called Beneath the Starlit Dome. I haven't even listened to it yet. I'm going to have to fire that one up just to see what it's about. 
Uh, but they're always putting new stories up, and sometimes you just never know what you're going to get. Jason Tatum in the chat. Beneath the starlit dome. I want to Tyson. Jason Tatum wants to buy the shirt. Jason Tatum gets a shirt. We'll let you buy it. But honestly, the shirt's going to cost. Shirt's going to cost twenty five. The Com Premium subscription (coughs) is not going to be that much more than that. Check it out. Honestly, check it out. And it's forty percent off. You're not going to get a better deal than that. And it's good. It is great stuff. You're going to use it and be like, I need this. Christmas is coming. The holidays. You know, Hanukkah. All that stuff. You're going to need gift ideas. You really love somebody and you think they might be be able to benefit from comp from a little like meditation. Look at what it's done. They want it. They garden report pink hat too, which I I don't know where it is right now, but look at what it's done to John. I've never seen John so positive to start a season. Maybe there's somebody in your life that's a little crazy right now and you don't really know how to (laughs) tell them. You just gift them a calm subscription and maybe they get the hint. I'm never calm. I'm excited or I'm angry. Okay. I'm never calm, but that's true. I'll be, I'm positive. Except for when you're, except for when you're listening to the app, of course. Yeah. Except when I listen to the app and that brings me down. Quite the read. I'm sure they're going to be happy with that one. It brings me back. It brings me back. Um, So this was all good stuff. Again, it's just, we're running out of stuff to say, but it really is. I'm just continually impressed uh, well, we didn't talk about like Luke. This. We said we were gonna. Fine. Yep. That's where Sherrod wanted to go. Let's do Luke. Luke was Luke was on big screen real tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Luke had it going. Who wants to start, Bobby or Sherrod? Bobby. Go ahead, I, Bobby. Because you're gonna. I, I go ahead. Yeah, I'm. I'm amazed by what he's doing Here right now. We go. We'll now. let Even you have me it. As a believer, go ahead, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> he's Full amazed. He's, he's poking shots away from Collins. He's we need guys Luke don't want to go inside to right on right him. Now. Yeah. And how about the reverse slam? That's now four or five of them this year. I'm thrilled that they gave him the chance again. Because remember, he got hurt in camp. He got lost in the shuffle a little bit. You had your you had your Vaughn Lay moment. You had Griffin to start the year in a few spots. And it looked like he was falling out of favor. And I said, all right, use him or get rid of him. Like, this guy's sitting right here on the bench. He's ready to go. He's feeling good. And all of a sudden, you put him in and in this drop defense where they want to take the shots at the rim away. Guys don't want to go inside on him. And when they do, you have a four-block game here. And he was doing this in Maine. He was doing this last year or two years ago now when they acquired him in the trade. He's a legit rim protector. He has great coverage in the paint. He covers the pick and roll well. Great fundamentals. He does the dribble handoff well. He finds guys with the pass. And is he the best center in the world? No. But he does all the little things. He does all the little things right. And now he's throwing down reverse dunks. Like, so like, he's like he's better too. Like Remember that little clip? Threes, dunks. Remember that little clip of him throwing down off the dribble from the offseason that Brad liked? Well, looks like he was he added something to his game, put him on the list. He's also throwing him down. Uh, yeah. Affecting shots from 15 feet away. Something no one else in the history of the league has ever well, been able to do. A couple little things I liked. First of all, the reverse that did change dunks, the game. The reverse dunks while they're fun actually is just a real sense of <laughs> kind of the game like awareness with his body where he is. It's really coordinated to be able to catch and just kind of reverse it like that the way he did. It was pretty 
pretty smooth. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorite plays was actually, I can't remember who it was that took him to the basket and he had to move laterally and stay with a uh, quicker. He covers uh, ground in the post. And, and he covered, and he covered ground, got back down into the paint area and was able to, to block a shot. It wasn't just kind of picking one off help side. That was pretty impressive too. Obviously he knocked down a three, but Derek White, was was looking for him on that on that pick and roll for a few possessions there, recognizing this guy's the tallest dude out here by six inches. I can get it to him, and Luke was fi- Luke was doing a good job finding space and finding a spot. And White was really good with the hesitation, kind of operating that pick and roll. I actually thought they could have they could have kept going to that. He actually had him one more time and just threw uh, threw the pass a little bit too hard or too far on a lob to him. Um, but just being able to exactly do what you do. You're tall. Do tall guy stuff, you know, block shorter people, catch the ball don't, down low. Don't just, reinvent just, the wheel here. Just, don't reinvent just, the wheel. Just be tall. Just be tall. Just do tall be, guy stuff. Do what you do. Do what you do. Do uh, your you best. Just it, it, run around being tall. Just be the and the tallest. ball will find you and you will find the best. Be the tallest version of yourself, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he was great. I mean, the, he got it. Great. This, this is what when we when players and coaches talk about playing your role, this is exactly what they're talking about. Use your size, use your length, use the things that got you to the league consistently. Yeah. That's it's 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 that simple. Don't try to do something you you're not built to do. Um Luke if you got a guy that's like a good four or five inches shorter than you, make your ass big and, and ask for the damn ball. If mm-hmm. a guy is coming at you who's like six foot three, thinking that he's going to dunk on you, don't let that Foul happen. Him. Foul him or block his, his Knock shot. Knock him on his ass. Too many people are dunking on our guy Luke still, even though he's seven six. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, yeah John, I was Col- gonna, John Collins John is a Collins, man. He, John Collins does that. Look at that. One of them does do that. He has a lot of scalps, you he's know. He's got lots of victims. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got one more. <laughs> yeah. So Luke is not exceptional in that regard. Yeah. He, he's one of the many that John Collins has banged on. So yeah. Um, I, I, I not again, though. Not again. I guarantee you, John Collins won't try that again. Not in Luke's house. Oh, I think. Okay. Well, if he does, uh, we'll see what happens. They're not in. Yeah, because they're not in Luke's house. This is John's house tonight. So. Right. Well, no, the paint should be Luke's house, is what I'm trying to say. The paint. Anything that's colored in, that's Luke's house from now on. 15.7-7. Hey, John, I mean, sure, nobody stopped Luke on the offensive end tonight. Not one person. Yeah, and that's the most exciting thing about this. You know know who used to get – when he first started playing, you you're wondering if there was some Simmons there. Like he he just catch the ball and not even be looking at the basket. He had a putback right. attempt, but underneath at one point a couple of games ago, where yeah he didn't go right up with it. He just threw it up, and he'd have a couple of games where he just wasn't looking to score. And as you said, he's got that size. He's got that advantage on a lot of guys inside, and there's not a lot of coverage on him. So he he can he can you know clean up some stuff in there. Luke or Simmons, who are you taking on this team? <laughs> that question, that question went from Brown to Smart, and now yeah, you'd go to Luke. The um, there's a true there's a true here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's not good for Ben. Not ben really. looks no, awful. Not much is good for Ben. I was gonna do a little Nets chatter, but I don't think we need to. But um, what is it? <laughs> 
No, just talking about the um, the Durant stuff. And today. Durant had an astonishing quote today. Which one? Oh, Calling out the players? Yeah. Can you I, read I, it? I, that I know one there's some good players, me. too, that he mentioned. That one didn't bother me because it was honest. And it was. It, I don't think it was meant to be disparaging. That's the one everybody guys, ran with. The quote? <clears throat> he basically was like, I'm out here with these friggin' four schlumps. How are we going to win? You know, and it he named Royce everybody. O'Neal, Nick Clax. He used the guy's names. It was unbelievable. That um, actually is I, that actually awesome. is ruthless. I th- yeah, I thought it was uh, what, what's that Twitter account Ballsack Sports? I thought it was one of those. It was for <laughs> yeah, real. Dude, seriously, no, it was it, real. Dude, how, that, a lot. that's a shitty thing. That's actually a really shitty thing to say. It was a terrible thing, and you know what? On top of it, I thought him asking for Nash and uh, Marks to be fired was pretty disgraceful, and. He might have been right about it, but it's still not something you do. It's deflecting blame from myself. Edmund Sumner, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Nick Claxton, and me. Not disrespect, but what are you expecting from this group? (laughs) Facts. Facts, my dog. First of all, a hundred times out of a hundred times, when you say no disrespect, you're about to disrespect somebody. Oh, yeah, that's going to go over great in the room. No question. Like, this dude couldn't remember Claxton's first name. They had to add that in. He was just yeah. Joe Harris, uh, Claxton. They put the parentheses. No disrespect, but what are you expecting from that group? Well, dude, you call yourself one of the best players of all time, which you are. So where's the disrespect going? It's going to the other four schmucks like you basically called them. So why the hell if you're the Meanwhile, dudes, they give up 150 last night. You know, Joe Harris can play, first of all. like Throw some respect on Joe Harris's name a little bit. <laughs> O'Neal, he's a good but, player. He started yeah. on the Jazz. Yeah. But, but if you're talking about winning a championship, yeah, we get are those four shot. guys, you, one or two of those guys might be in a rotation, but that's just starting five? Yeah, last year. Well, what do you want? Harden's J- not there. It's just starting five because, because you got one guy who doesn't yeah. want to play. You got one guy who doesn't want to shoot. You got one guy who doesn't want to play. He should be calling those guys out. He shouldn't be calling out the guys who are well, showing up every day. The Durant stuff came out later in the day after uh, a Shams report uh, in Amic Shams and Sam Amic uh, of the Athletic about uh, you know how everybody hates Ben Simmons and those quotes from Ben were just sad. Like I know people think I'm bad, you know, but like if if, if, if you sad. know me, I try, and that's one thing that I do. And everyone's like, actually, what we're trying to say is we just we don't think you try. We don't, don't think you've done anything to improve. We don't think you want to be out there. We don't think you care. Um, and his level of play, the most shocking thing to me with Simmons is how bad he looks in every facet. And it's not, not just yeah. doing less of everything that he did. Right. I said it right out of the gate. The first night I watched him, I was like, he looks significantly less athletic than he did last we saw him. Everything looks worse for him. He just if, – if, if his name wasn't Ben Simmons and – he didn't have the pedigree that he had, and it was just some dude who was playing on, on Brooklyn. No, be Edmund nobody would, Sumner. Nobody would know his name. They, I like, will say a lot of Sumner and Yuta Watanabe doesn't look great for, for Marks. But, again, there's so much more context going, going back years, uh, namely losing Harden. And Harden deserves some blame here too. You look at the situation, Harden would probably be better off here than he is in Philly right now because I don't think he's a great fit in Philly the way that's gone. Uh, so I think he was a little premature in his decision. Everybody deserves blame here, and that extends to Durant. And this is just another example of him deflecting, like just like he was when he said fire Nash and Marks. And then for him to say he was surprised that Nash got fired after he asked for it, like, come on. 
Yeah. That was funny. Now I will I, say that, that this is made me laugh out loud. This is still Kyrie's fault more than anyone else, though. I, yeah, what, made, what, what made you laugh, Sherrod? Just the fact that he said that I was shocked that Nash got fired. Like Nash got fired. You you sure it didn't happen that. sooner or? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's yeah. This the, the whole situation. Now, Bobby, you said you, you think it's all Kyrie's fault. Yeah, I mean, you don't show up to last season. That set the things whirling on on so many fronts there. Uh, I think things have just deteriorated since and hard to build cohesion. How many times have we seen them say, oh, we haven't played enough together? Well, who's the, who's the guy who just continues to put himself in positions to not be there on the floor and all the effects that that has on them and them trying to scramble to find other guys to fit in his place and Nash talking about rotations. I think that did Nash in and then – this latest example, like, they're already behind. They were the worst defense in the league to start the year. Now, all of a sudden, he's out of the lineup for a bunch of different weeks there. You can have your debate all day long about whether he should be there or not, whether he should have been suspended or not. But he, I mean, his actions ultimately put him himself in that position and put this team even more behind, a team that I really don't think has time. Like, I said going into this year, they could fall apart and just not be the Nets anymore pretty quickly into the season. And it feels like they're already on the verge of that. Like, Durant yeah. so, saying this, you think everybody's going to rally and come together after he says this? So, Dude, so what I happens real quick? What, what happens when the trade request starts again and Kevin Garnett bats his eyes over at you? Durant. Kevin Durant. I, I do it all the time. What happens then? And he bats his eyes at you, Bobby, and says, I would be great next to Jason Tatum. All you have to do is trade me for Jalen Brown. I'm off. I'm off it. I told you when he did that, when he demanded those guys get fired, I was like, you don't want this here. Like, you don't want this this extra manipu- uh, meddling rather in the in the front office work. Because that's still the great thing about Brown and Tatum, right? Like, they're not trying to make personnel decisions. And they're not trying to choose the coach. And they're not trying to, uh, you know, have their teammates well, they did choose the coach, positions. But that's besides the point. That I'm okay with them choosing the coach. Is it they're- weird that I like Durant more now? No, yeah, I get little, where you're coming from on that, John, but it, it wasn't a good choice. Yeah, I like him I a lot more now. Okay. I don't so know. Here's no, the thing. John likes guys speaking their mind, but in this case, it was not the right move. Well, here's what I'll say about Durant. You can I never... also just believe he just he's all about ball. That's all. But go ahead, Jimmy. Sorry. You oh, just yeah. literally just interrupted me to say what I was going to say. Yeah. He's only – he's no one can ever say that he doesn't just want to play basketball and nothing else. I thought this, I thought this quote was a little out of character for him because usually he's – just kind of sits back and watch and watches things sort of self-destruct, and then he just goes out there and plays basketball. I understand he's frustrated, but to throw your teammates under the bus like that, alienate your guy, so you sit next, you show up in the locker room after a quote like that, like they didn't see it. Like I can't imagine I the chemistry. It. it must be the worst chemistry chemistry that you can ever imagine in a locker room between Kyrie Simmons. Now this, um, you know, Nash Pryor. Um, you know the the issue with Kyrie and ownership now. It must be the most toxic work environment that you could ever imagine. No wonder they suck and they are yeah. miserable. But I'd I, rather Sim- do I wouldn't this. want to show up to work with well, Ben Simmons. Yeah, but I'd rather he do this than wear a fat suit or friggin' or. Um, oh yeah, I mean yeah, there's a whole. Yeah, other but it's not about, it's not about what other guys or do. Or leave the team and burn things down. To me, it's Harden say, screwed them. I'm out here and working my ass off. I want to get better. I want all of us to get better. And like. Now I'm in DGAF mode. I'm a veteran, so I'm going to let it fly. It doesn't bother me as much. Durant? as Durant? Yeah. It doesn't bother yeah, me as much. He put himself was. in this position, though, too. He chose no. He chose. Yeah, he made a mistake. Door. But 
listen, he extended he for four years, and that's gonna make this a tough situation for him. But looking back on that, like he put he put pen to paper, and Harden was like, oh, "I'm good." And Kyrie was just like, "Yeah, I'll wait." And now all of a sudden, he's stuck here, and all these other guys are gonna be gone. And uh, you know, I don't think Durant still has a lot of leverage here unless the Nets look at it and Kyrie leaves or whatever happens there. And they, they just they might, the reason they picks. trade him is actually because they have to blow it up because yeah. they realize that Simmons is washed and Kyrie's not going to play anymore. Well, and Simmons they're out, has they're out of options beyond so basketball to, at this point. If I I'm them, this. I don't trade for Jalen Brown. I trade him to some team to get 47,000 first round. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't want a star in return because that star is just going to languish here anyway. And then I got to sign him. And pay no, money. I think the Celtics stuff's done. I think that's done. You I think if they do it. sell them, they go get a thousand picks. Yeah. Yeah, um, you go to OKC. Yeah, that's that's what you're talking about. You send it back to OKC. Yeah. The Celtics. That's what I believe. Uh, I hope he gets traded this year because I still believe in him. I still think he can win elsewhere, but not here. The way the Celtics are playing right now, it would be a f- you'd be foolish to to make a trade like that. I think you got to ride it out with this crew. You're the number one seed right now you're the favorite to win the whole thing why would you mess with that at this point now if it was the over the summer before the season started that's a different story you think about it a lot a lot harder i don't know how close a possible deal was but at this point you just gotta ride this ride this wave you even like that's Derek it. white at this point like yeah you're looking at Wayne. and you're like oh man he's a good piece to have smart and broad then go down and he gives you this like yeah it's no brainer they're not going back to that I don't think so. Because now, especially, and I hate that quote from Durant. I don't want that type of mindset. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How soon is it going to be where he's like, we got guys like Hauser, Grant Williams. <laughs> Grant. If he says something bad about yeah. Cornette, Peyton Pritchard, Luke Cornette. I got. I'm throwing the ball to Luke Cornette. Like it'll be three years from now if they trade for Durant. Guarantee it. So it does I'm make all, you feel there's so much, I'm so much nonsense players, going on around the league. I mean, look at the Warriors. I don't know what's going on there. You know, they're playing right now. I don't know how they're doing tonight, but uh, that's been a whole disaster to start the year. There's a lot of messes around the league right now, Warrior and everything's Sunstein, going yeah. perfectly for the Celtics. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. I got one uh, question before we – are we yeah. done? Because I got one question. Back on the Celtics or this? Back on the Celtics. I'm done with go this. For it. If you guys have anything left. No, go ahead. Let's put a bow on it. No, I just thought we had an all-time bad hair matchup tonight between Trey Young and Derek White. And, and Derek I, White. And I want to know – if. If you guys had to take one haircut, one hairdo for a year or for the rest of your life, which one are you going with? I'm going with white because Trey. I'm going with Derek. White's got you something unique. Why are you guys so confident? Why are you guys so confident in that answer? Derek White's hair is. Because Trey is hiding something. Um, and there's some problems there. Uh, <laughs> What's underneath. Derek White hiding? He's got a, he's no, got a headband that goes up. Nothing, nothing, nothing to hide. Trey's got some problems, you know, in his, with his, you know, some. Some baldness. What some was like, up with Trey yeah. disparaging Grant tonight? It, yeah, I know. John caught that. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah, that was tough. He called yeah. him basically he was like fat. Grant's complaining about the foul, and, and Trey's like, he hit me with his big <laughs> belly. I think. I think. <laughs> and you just saw I, Grant I, in the I, background I, saying, "What?" I, I tweeted mean, the video. If anybody wants that. to see it, I I I I, t- I recorded it and tweeted it out right after the foul call. Trey Young's just going. <laughs> yeah, he was giving the little belly He's roll. Like he hit me with the big belly. He just bopped me with it. But if you're Grant, you just maybe you give Trey like a little noogie or something. You know, yeah. like you got to come back at him for what's about the hair. I think yeah. those guys just they they need to they need Sherrod. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they just need to shave it off. No, just white, like, just, white is white is fine. 
Yeah, Derek is okay because to me his is more about this is a style choice. Trey is more yeah, like, which is interesting. Trey is Trey is to, Trey, Trey's prolonging the inevitable. Trey yes. is Doc Brown uh, sort of hair, you know, <laughs> like from Back to the Future. You know, Trey like, needs Doctor Leonard. It's kind of wispy, you know. <laughs> it's very wispy. Like, <laughs> I was waiting to the Doc Leonard reference was going to be made. No, it's a uh, yeah, so anyway the uh, what. What? Somebody's saying something. Who's got the uh, Who's got the I'm best in. hair in the league? I have to think about that. Huh. I'd have to think about that. Best hair in the league. I think yeah. that's our cue. I think that's our cue when we're yeah. asking. <laughs> next week we're know. talking. I mean, it depends on what you Thanksgiving what you side like. dishes again. That's that's going to happen. Kelly Olenek? Yeah. No hell no. Jim, are you getting <laughs> ready? Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm absolutely. Take... I'm ready for a side dish talk. I've been. If I get a word in, John's got about twelve pies in the oven already. Wait, I'm are sure. we getting invited this year? I think last year you said we're we're getting the uh, the invite this time yeah. around because you talked about fifty meals and we're like, all right, guys, hope you enjoyed the chat. I'm gonna go eat it. <laughs> I think invited. we're gonna do. Yeah, John got up like times to check on his like multiple side dishes. <laughs> I think we're gonna do a. Um, I think we'll do a garden report uh, and friends of the garden report friends giving next year, and we'll do a show out of it next year. All right. I like that. 2023. Hopefully the world's still here. I don't think we can tie it together right now, but I think we will do it. But Jimmy, I'm I'm excited to hear what you've got cooking. I know you got your you got all sorts of buffalo sort of things in the appetizer universe. Off off menu a little bit. Yeah. I mean you gotta mix it up. That's dangerous though, because you'll eat too much of that before the meal. Well, you you have to have some self-control, Bobby. That's that's key. We should all tell portion control, everybody. That's important for Thanksgiving. This year we're getting we're getting Who's playing Thanksgiving? Do they do Celtics bad? Bucks? Yes, we are doing a show. No, okay. that's Christmas. That's yeah, Christmas. Christmas, but Thanksgiving's a big football day, so Vikings, it's very, it's uh, very easy. It's very easy to you know get you lose yourself eating when you're watching like the worst freaking Redskins game or the Cowboys might actually Commanders. be here. Sorry, Commanders, my bad. Yeah, it's very easy to just get lost in the in the chip bowl during those games, but you got it portion I, control it out. Am I wrong for uh, still believing in the Patriots a little bit? Yep. Very wrong, but that's yes. you've, you've been very wrong before. So I'm holding out a little hope. Everyone's there. saying this is the game of the game of the season for them. It's I not mean, that they, they can't get into the playoffs. It's just their ceiling is so low. Um, he kind of stinks though. Who? The league. The league's not great, but the, the league Pats, is horrible. Pats this can't beat anybody. Bad yeah. year. If some team just falls on their face, I feel like the Pats can still slide by them. We'll see. The we'll Mavs got to play better, the, though. The, yeah. they, at the end of the day, they just don't have any talent on offense. They have a little bit. No, they just actually don't. Just a little don't. bit. Mondra they Stevenson? actually don't. Okay, running you have backs, one average. Backs. You have an above average running back. Right, and well, guess what? You're playing from behind all the time. You, you can find this stuff on our Patriots channel. We'll get you there, guys. I uh, want to let you know again, reminder with our sponsors, Calm, number one mental wellness app, calm.com slash garden. 40% off a premium subscription. That's as good a deal as you're going to find on any podcast around. That's you're it. never You never get that big a discount on anything. You get it. If you go to calm.com slash garden, it is worth it. Um, and then, of course, AG1 Athletic Greens, one-stop shopping supplement for all your daily nutritional needs, 75 vitamins and minerals, one scoop, cup of water, bang, you're done. 
plus one-year supply vitamin D5 free travel packs if you go to athleticgreens.com slash garden. And anybody who Phenomenal. can prove Let's that go. they purchased anything from uh, from our uh, – the, the, uh, from one of our sponsors gets a free phenomenal t-shirt send me the receipt and we get send to wear your, the shirts on our show send me your email i mean sorry send me your address send me your shirt size uh and we will send it right out they have been made everyone has seen them but jimmy um and that's cool every everyone's saying i disrespect jacoby myers he's fine he's fine but we're talking about game-changing superstar it. i'm starting him this week We'll see how that goes. Well, you probably give uh, the, that's the like worst fan. Like no, no, this team. is my good league. I forget that that team's in the trash can with Sherrod's. We're uh, we're giving up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sherrod, well. are you moving on the New Orleans? No, no coming on. No, no. We got I'll Joe Sway back. down there. Friday. So wait, Joe Sway's going for that. Joe Sway's going without parental supervision to New Orleans. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Watch oh, out! Hey, it's not Marty Gras, is it? <laughs> Get the bail money ready. Get the bail money yeah. ready. Yeah. Oh, God. It'll be fine. You know, Josue... I've never been. Never been. <laughs> well, yeah. Neither have I. Josue is there, New Orleans and um, Chicago uh, doing work. Um, so he'll be, uh, you know, covering the games down there. Uh, that's all we got. But we'll be back Friday with Love some collection know. of talent here, I'm sure. Plus Josue in New Orleans doing a show. We will uh, talk to you guys uh, then. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already. Tell a friend. Uh, we have nothing but room here at the Garden Report for all of you, and we want to see the audience grow as the season progresses. So what again, what the hell are you doing, Jimmy? What all the... my, I was signing signing off. I didn't know it was going to keep going that long, so I had to switch it up. I was actually continue. I, I was continuing just because I wanted to see how long you were going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, this was West. I was for I Westfall. Was, I was drawing it out. I was drawing it out. Uh, but yeah, make sure you subscribe. Um, to our YouTube channel, uh, exclusive coverage uh, there, Celtics All Access, uh, and you'll be notified. Hit that little bell. You'll be notified when we post new videos, when we go live, all Smash that good it. stuff. Smash it, like it, love it. Um, thank you guys again for hanging out. It was a fun chat. Even Bo, um, you know, who's a bit of a drag. And, yeah, you Bo, kind of hard Bo, on us. Call us idiots. A little negative. Call us, call us dummies. Somebody else uh, was like, what can we have all said? Right, guys, somebody else was like, all right, guys, this is getting boring. End the show. I'm like, dude, like, is Just somebody leave like, the show? <laughs> is somebody tie your hands behind your back and stuck your head in front of our show? Like, I yeah, can't. we're an hour ten in. Yeah, we're off the rails now. You don't have to stay watching. Yeah, it goes. What's the we, point of this podcast? What is the point of this podcast? We go to the <laughs> Brooklyn Nets, then to Thanksgiving food. Most of you are still here. The numbers haven't dwindled, so you can't be that mad. Can't uh, be that but mad. That's it. Again, subscribe. We'll see you guys on Friday. Take care. Bye.